ماذا يحدث في العالم؟ ماذا يحدث في العالم؟ ماذا يحدث في العالم؟ Check the outtake show for me and Quincy's racist quips <laughs> leading up to this They are episode. damning, you know, damning. And Let's... welcome to What in the World. Hi, everybody. I'm Adam Todd Brown. I'm Quincy Johnson. And we're your hosts. This is the most you... fun we've ever had. Yeah. The back and forth, the banter. <laughs> if you didn't know we were your hosts, like, I shouldn't have had to say that yeah. part. How weird would it be if we introduced ourselves and then just two other people? <laughs> like, we should do that one day. We introduce ourselves and then, like, Vanessa and Chet just... Take, Take it away. Over. There you go. We leave the room. <laughs> smoke weed. There I would be go. into that. Yeah, what are we talking about today? Poland. Poland. You know, uh, home of Santa Claus, right? That's. I think so. Okay, I think that, yeah. yeah. He's relocated, guys, by the way. I don't... Uh, really great spring water mm. in Poland. Mm, okay. Shout out to Polish, Poland spring water. Is it Poland spring water or <laughs> Polish spring water? It's both. I feel like it's Poland. Polish <laughs> spring water would sound weird. Amish spring water. That sounds delicious. Yeah, yeah. It's all it's just it's musky. How it's somehow the water's musky. You ever mm. you ever lived near? I've never lived near Amish people, but because we're fine to discriminate against, <laughs> you know, religious <laughs> types. I have lived near Hooterites, which I think are the same thing. I mean, I, they they obviously have different names for a reason, but to me, long beards stink in public. You're Amish. How's their butter? That I don't know, but See? they do make alcohol. Oh, that well, you know what? I'm I'm fucking with the Hooterites. Yeah, yeah. I would rather party with the Hooterites all day. Anyway, Poland. <laughs> probably, <laughs> probably there are some no Hooterites. There are some Hooterites there, probably. Probably. Maybe. No. But mostly just Catholics, oh, which God. we'll get into. But The kids. My God, the kids. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just saw that, that Mark uh, Ruffalo movie about the kid touching. Oh, yeah. The Boston Globe. Yeah. That's yeah. a good fucking movie. Yeah, What's it called? Spotlight? Yep. Yeah. So. Yes, yeah. sir. Yeah. I saw that in theaters. Really good. Poland, they're in the news this week, which is almost a coincidence. Did they win the Tour de France? Is that the Tour they, de France? You know who won the Tour de France? Who? England. What? Some British dude won it. Uh, they're trying to make a comeback, man. Yeah. Yeah. They are Brexiting from <laughs> the. I don't know. I was going to try. I was. Brentering in no Brentering? <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah, I don't know. Brentering the winners. From circle. the people that brought you Brexit. <laughs> we bring you Brenter. Yeah, Poland did not win the Tour de France, oh. but they are uh, quickly becoming an authoritarian government. Which again, okay, are we in is this eighteenth century history class today? Are we talking about the takeover it's, of the Turks at this point? Like did you just say authoritarian government in twenty seventeen? Authoritarian well, I mean in tw- they're hot in twenty seventeen. They, they are, p- well, they are the hottest commodity. Who who would have known if you looked at the market projections that authoritarianism would be making such a strong yeah, comeback? Yeah. Like who we should have invested low. Yeah. Who's gonna have the best year in two thousand seventeen? <laughs> I wouldn't have picked authoritarians. Yeah. But here, here we are. are. Yeah. Here we are. Yeah, they're, uh, what's crazy about Poland is they, for the longest time, were like the symbol of democracy in post-Soviet Europe. Mm-hmm. They, they mm-hmm. fell, uh, well, well, when the Soviets fell, communists lost power in Poland. They, they became this like liberal bastion 
for years and years and years. They and were then, Echo Park. They were the Echo Park right. of the Soviet. Yeah, they were like the Silver Lake, something like that. <laughs> and for years and years and years, they were known as that. Well, like 20, 25 years. Mm-hmm. And then in 2015, this the piss party. Hey, <laughs> oh. you, hey now. Whoops. Uh, that was great. <laughs> I like I like the smooth jazz better. <laughs> the piss party, boom. The piss boom, party, boom, 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 boom. The, the the piss party took power in 2015, and in that span of time, which is what year and six months, seven yeah. months, yeah, they have turned Poland from a democracy into uh, right to the verge of being an authoritarian government. Well, people change, man. Man, do they? <laughs> so we are we're going to talk about that today and how it happened. First, let's let's talk uh, a little bit about the history of Poland. The thing about Poland is, at least during modern times, they've almost always been occupied by someone. Through World War II, it was the Nazis who occupied them, obviously, and then after World War II. The Soviets took over, and the Soviets, or the Russians, the communists, whatever you want to call them, they ruled until 89. So for that entire time, like 50-some years, Poland has no fucking representation in government that reflects their people. Mm -hmm. So let's run through kind of the history. Yeah, because you were talking about uh, after the Soviets, uh, Stalin fixed their no-government problem. Right. And uh, it's, uh, it's interesting to see how... They were trying to still discover a quote unquote culture within governing themselves, right? After all that rule, they just didn't fall right. in, and you know, there was just Soviet parties that, that grew. It was like, no, they still were doing, yeah, the piss party and and <laughs> the piss party. I love that name so much. <laughs> and the thing about after World War II ended, it, it not only left Poland without a government mm-hmm. until Stalin stepped in, but it also made them almost an entirely white Catholic country because uh, there used to be... So they're Alabama. Right, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> they went from Echo they Park to Alabama. Alabama of Europe. <laughs> like, there used to be millions of Jews in Poland, and guess what happened to them? Some happened. During the Holocaust. And then also there used to be lots of Germans who, during, uh, who after World War II were expelled from Poland, and it just kind of left this country that was just like white Polish people who were also all Catholic. But the problem is the communists take over, and communists don't give a shit about your religion. Mm-hmm. Like, you're lucky if they allow you yeah. to openly be religious mm-hmm. in a communist country because you're supposed to, like, your all your adoration and worship is supposed so to go toward the I'm, state. I'm so glad Fox News wants us to be Russia's friend. Yeah, I'm so yeah. happy about that. Yeah, mm. it does not a conflict of interest whatsoever. Not at all. So the the Soviets rule Poland until 1989, mm-hmm. when the Soviet Union falls. Forty four years, guys. They were forty four years. Forty four years of Soviet rule. Good ten to fifteen under the Nazis before that. Mm-hmm. So this entire time, Poland has no. That this is a country that is. Catholic, even today. Right now, the Catholic Church counts 33,399,327 members in Poland alone. 
Jesus. That's a lot of fucking people. That's a lot of communion. And yeah, it is. It's a lot of wafers. <laughs> so many wafers. There is so much. They're they're single handedly keeping wafers. Christ had so much body. Yeah, man, dude, dude. Yeah, man, he worked out. He's got mass. I like the wasabi Christ. Wasabi Christ. Wasabi Christ. Mm. It's good. The fla- they should start flavoring those things up. Like he would. Like I feel. Why can't we have a little sour cream and onion? Yeah, maybe yeah. a little barbecue. I would maybe consider <laughs> becoming Catholic <laughs> if I got a got a nice barbecue communion wafer every Sunday. <laughs> Hickory smoke. Just feed me. That's all I'm asking. Yeah. What's nothing wrong with that? Make it taste good. Yeah. It's easy. And real blood in the cup. I'd like that too. <laughs> That'd be dope. Wanna go to the movie version of a Catholic church? <laughs> real, real blood in the cup. Mm. <laughs> so what happened after well, leading up to 1989, when the Soviet Union collapsed, things in Poland for that the entire decade of the 80s were getting really, really shitty. And toward the, the end of that time, or around the middle of the 80s, this labor union, or a trade union called Solidarity, founded by a guy named Lech Walesa, which I'm sure I'm pronouncing that wrong, he founded an independent trade union called Solidarity. Mm-hmm. And they emerge as kind of the opposition party to the Soviets okay. over the years. And when the Soviet Union finally fell... Solidarity uh, takes power, basically. And you would think at this point the people of Poland are finally going to get the government they want. Yeah, that's how the story goes. They fought for it. They uh, Everyone agreed. Right. And it's, uh, it's time for us to, to rule ourselves. So, yeah, no, we should be happy, right? Happy ending? End of the episode? Hey, guys, thanks, the, for, hey, thanks, thanks, for, thanks for tuning, tuning in. in. That yeah. was the happiest moment. Yeah. What happens instead, though, <laughs> is this Lech Walesa guy takes over, and he installs basically a not only a liberal government, mm-hmm. which, again, liberals don't give a shit about your Christianity or your mm-hmm. Catholicism at all. Uh, not only does he set up a liberal government, but he negotiates with the communists to let some of them basically stay in power, keep their wealth, he doesn't prosecute any of this former regime mm. that brutalized the people of Poland for like 10 years. Or not 10 years, the last 10 years, mm-hmm. but for, you know, decades. 40. And uh, so he lets them stay in power. So now you have 99 or 92% of the country mm-hmm. who is Catholic. They're, they have these very traditional values that for the entirety of their lifetime have never been recognized by the government. There's never been a government... That was for like, the people. Hey, we're for you, and yeah. we we want to uphold your values. You know, they need to hear someone say things like "God made it not rain on me." You know, yeah, because yeah. that's what that's what they want to. That's what they buy into. And so he starts this party that takes power, and uh, one of the one of the people, two of the people he takes into his cabinet are these twins named Yaroslav and Lech Kaczynski just like the Unabomber, that last name. And uh, they're his most ardent supporters, but eventually they have a falling out of some sort, and they align themselves with a guy named Jan Olaszewski, who briefly holds power as prime minister before his regime fell in 92, and the Kaczynskis fell with him. Uh Now, what made them defect to this guy is he came out and basically accused Walesa and the people who started this liberal party of conspiring with the, the Soviets, the Soviets mm-hmm. to keep them in power 
as opposed to bringing about actual change. Mm -hmm. And this resonated with the Kaczynskis for some reason. So they fucking broke ranks, but this is why you never trust twins. Right, they exactly. They are scary monsters, and they should all be destroyed. There it is. I said it. Twins they, gotta go. So, after the the Kaczynskis and Olszewski fall, this basically puts the liberals back in power, be it Solidarity, or there's another liberal party called Civic Platform, which is, I think, the bigger liberal party now in Poland. And We gotta get somebody to make better party names. Let's just be honest. Yeah, Piss for sure. Party, Solidarity, ugh. Yeah, doesn't have yeah. any zip. They're yeah, they're all really bad. Uh, so so this leads to you know a lot of uh, basically liberalism mm-hmm. in Poland for a long time. But tell me if this sounds familiar. The the Kaczynskis and their super duper conservative base mm-hmm. don't go away. They s- just stick around, kind of on the fringes of politics, getting increasingly angry at how liberal the country's becoming, mm-hmm. which I don't know if that sounds a, like any huge a, portion of this country. There's a nice religious base in that country that can be easily manipulated by, you know, things like freedom. Right, exactly. And, and rules that, that have changed since I was a kid. Like, I want it back the way it used to be, the way I was raised for it to be. Like, that's how it should be. Yeah, and it's worse in Poland because for them, they're like, we want it to be the way... It's never been, mm-hmm. but maybe should have yeah. because that's our like that's those our are way of life. our values. Like, mm-hmm. why have we never embraced that? As that's a the country? only. That's the only reason there's crime in this country because we're not living under Catholic rule. Exactly. You yeah. There's we gotta we gotta Catholics have never been responsible for any crimes. No, never, never. None that were prosecuted. But I mean, when you when your country is ninety two percent Catholic. The person, who, the person who capitalizes on religion is going to sway more voters. Just yeah, absolutely. At least they will. Like, if they haven't, but that's, like, you're right. That's, that's like, the, the thing they, they know they can seize at mm-hmm. some point. And the, the Kaczynskis in 2001 actually form their own party, the Law and Justice Party, or <laughs> the Piss Party, <laughs> P-I-S. That, yeah, Law and Justice, man. Piss yeah. on us. That's uh, that's I guess the, those are the initials for I'm law sorry, and it's justice. Pronou- it's pronounced peace in Poland. Peace, <laughs> the peace party. What? Just reverse it. Call it the justice and law party, and then you can be sip. Mm. Be like, well, like we don't want to think about them, drinking. They don't. Well, we don't want the the religious folks to think uh, we're sipping. Yeah, but piss like there's unsavory connotations there hey, too. Uh, Catholics are into some weird stuff in the bedroom. I don't know, especially with R. Kelly being back in the news. Well, they don't want that association. Piss party, Arkham. Makes sense. So the <laughs> so the the thing about the Law and Justice Party is they come out appealing to traditional conservative Catholic types who feel like they have not been represented by the liberal values of the ruling elite. Oh, those rich! They're just those rich bastards are just sitting back, letting people have free love. Yeah, they're they're allowing things. It's, yeah, shame on them. And it, it's. Like that, it's kind of the like it took a while, but it seems like that's kind of shifted toward Democrats here. So mm-hmm. it's sort of aligned, yeah, with Poland, where now people have started to so like I, I still don't understand how Trump is the anti-establishment figure. Like he's the only person in this country who can go bankrupt fifteen times and still get a fucking loan. Mm-hmm. Like that's as establishment as it gets. 
But now all of a sudden Hillary Clinton is tied to yeah, but that's wealthy business the, interests and Trump's not. Uh, when you're rich in the country club lifestyle, you're just rich. But yeah. those individuals look at, you know, like a dot-com millionaire who comes up or uh, a, a, a music artist from the hood. Like, they look at people with money like that and go, oh, no, that's, they're not supposed to have it. You know what I'm saying? Right. So these, these, these elites who see Trump as, like, uh, not a part of the establishment think the establishment is the music industry. Right, they think right. that, that, that so they don't even understand. No, the establishment is the thing, the the ho- Hollywood right in establishment. Yeah, it's it's basically. right there in front of your face, and it's like no, that's just normal for me. Yeah, yeah. They have no idea. Like, Those are patriots. Yeah, Trump was the he was going to drain a swamp. Yeah, what does that even mean? Like, ugh. He he sat in front of a room full of people and said, "I don't want poor people making these types of decisions," and they applaud. And he's been applauded for this. Yeah, yeah. It's insane. Insane. Uh, also insane. Well, I mean, I guess it's not insane in Poland, but uh, the other thing, like we said, the the communists still held a lot of sway in mm-hmm. government. And so that's what they, that's what the establishment was. Poland, yeah. and yeah, they were basically the the liberals and the communists were tied together at some point in the history of Poland mm-hmm. as being the establishment. So in two thousand five, the Law and Justice Party runs in the parliamentary elections and wins the most seats. Yep. They become the largest political party in Poland. And shortly thereafter, Lech Kaczynski becomes president of Poland. His twin brother, Yaroslav, appoints himself prime minister. Which is the best like thing. Like a year later. That's the best sentence ever. He appointed himself. It wasn't even yeah, like yeah. his brother appointed him prime minister. He just took the seat. Yeah, and he held out. They They even, in one of the articles I read, they say he held out for like a year before he was finally like, okay, I'll just, I'll, I'll be just, prime minister. Just, I'm going to do it anyway. So then basically, once you have twins in the president and prime minister seat, you basically have the same person in the two highest offices in the country. And you know how they say like most places in Europe are 20 or 30 years behind American America culturally? Yeah. The movie Freaky Friday just came out in Poland <laughs> when this happened. So it should have like sketched everybody out. Yeah. <laughs> like those two twins could be holding hands and, and be struck by lightning and switch bodies. Yeah. And maybe that happened. Uh-oh. Because, because bad news, one of them dies. Oh. But first, well, I'm, I'm kind of jumping ahead, of my, uh, ahead here. Uh, hey, everybody. Just a reminder. If you want to hear this show every single week and hear all of our other shows completely ad-free, sign up for our subscription service at patreon.com slash unpops. It's just $5 a month. We release 10 to 12 episodes each week. Listen to some of them. Listen to all of them. Either way, it's a great deal. Patreon.com slash unpops. Sign up today. Thanks. We love you. In September 2006, Yaroslav gives a speech that it didn't get noticed a lot, but it definitely got noticed among his followers. It didn't get a ton of media attention. But basically, he gives a speech about how the liberals who led Poland in the post-Soviet era made no attempt to change the social hierarchy which was still and always had been dominated by the communists. 
Instead, the liberals aligned with the former elite and traded wealth for power. The liberals had collaborated with the elite, and if they were allowed mm. to stay in power, nothing would change. Sounds familiar again. Uh-oh. That's... And this is, you know, this is 2006, so this would be when, kind of, I guess, when Bush was in power here. Mm -hmm. So that's, you know, they were, I guess, ahead of the curve in terms of uh, backlash to liberalism, because ours didn't happen until just last year. I guess that means we're uh, almost, what, we're 10 years behind them politically. Yeah, pretty much. They're behind us uh, socially and uh, So we know what we're headed for now. There you go. Thank God there's no Donald Trump uh, part two. Like, a, yeah. Thank God he didn't give you know someone like his son-in-law all the powers that yeah. Chief of, chief it of would staff. be really scary if there was like a whole line of Trumps waiting to take over when Dad Trump is out of office. Oh man, Whew. Be crisis of, crisis like averted. Fucking royal family in the United States. You know what? Can we skip to the end of the Poland episode so we find out what happens next for our country? <laughs> exactly, because it's, it's pretty much lining up. Yeah, it is. And speaking of that, this <laughs> I, I call it the Obama moment. Uh oh, because that, that thanks, bro. You know what? I'm glad somebody blamed him for this. Oh yeah, this is absolutely. all his fault. All I mean, of this. Yeah, I mean, it's a year before he takes office, but still, no, that's his fault. Why wasn't he in office when 9/11 happened? Okay, exactly. Come on, exactly. Come on. Why wasn't Barack in office, guys? These are questions that the that the liberal media doesn't want you to get the answers to. If he was an effective president, he would have stopped 9/11. Boom. Boom. By traveling back in time. Hashtag thanks, Obama. So the Obama moment is what I call this. In uh, 2007, the the Law and Justice Party and the entire right-wing coalition that they're a part of, which is, at the time, the ruling power in Poland, they have all this scandal that overtakes them, and they lose power. Mm-hmm. And Civic Platform, which is the most prominent liberal party in the country, takes over. They have eight solid years of economic growth and a ruling party that was almost completely devoid of ideology. There was no, uh, no, no trying to force their beliefs on anyone else. They were just kind this of a... sounds awful. Yeah, it really sounds like the worst, oh especially that economic growth. Oh, you're... Who wants that shit? What? You, they fixed the economy? How dare they? And here's the thing. You were allowed to be religious or you could not be religious. Be whatever you want. This sounds like torture. You want, I don't, to, you want to travel somewhere else in Europe? This Go went, do it. You said this went on for eight years? Eight solid oh, years. Oh, that sounds dr- just dramatic. And just like in this country, uh, for those entire eight years of unbridled liberalism, oh my God. conservatives are getting furious. Just angry as fuck. As, as they should, sir. I'm not... I, I was not born... In, in with a silver spoon in my mouth to see you become econo- my economic equal. I did, exactly. I was not born yeah. to see that. We're not here to all be well off. What you? Some of us have to. You're suffer. you're you're healthier than me. Oh, I don't like this. I don't like this at all. Hard pass. We. I have to. I have to wait in line at, at Whole Foods now because there's more people shopping there with more money. And I don't like this. I don't like no, this at all. Not at all. Not in my neighborhood. So things get way way worse in 2010. When Lech Kaczynski, who was on the verge of launching a new campaign for president, is killed in a plane crash oh. in Russia. What? Of all places, can you believe it? You mean during economic growth in a European country, someone died in Russia mysteriously? Crazy. No. 
And there are, of course, people uh, who now in Poland, a lot of them are people who are in power, believe that this was a conspiracy or an act carried out by the post-communist uh, Russians to keep this guy from taking power again. Mm. The liberals didn't want to lose power. They knew if he took power, it's going to break their ties with the communists. Everybody loses so they got to kill him in a plane and, crash. And, you know, unfortunately, this was uh, a few years ahead of the technology capable of hacking a democratic election. Yeah, yeah. Oh. And uh, so in 2015, Law and Justice returns to the mainstream. Piss comes back to the mainstream. Piss comes back. Widespread support for piss <laughs> is a uh, subheading I saw in one of these articles. I almost <laughs> tweeted it. <laughs> It's like even in name alone, Poland is the wrong, on the wrong side of history right now. <laughs> you don't want widespread support for piss as something associated with your fucking country. That'll be the name of this episode, widespread support <laughs> for piss. But uh, speaking of piss, they come back to the campaign trail in 2015, and guess what they're promising, Quincy? Are they promising to, to rid us of this liberal, liberal control, this liberal government? Are they going to make Poland great again? They are going to make Poland great again. What? Who's ever heard such a thing? I'm inspired. I am too. I am am inspired, guys. Uh, uh, They they run in 2015, and they super-duper resonate with economically depressed rural regions. Where? Again. Really? Sounds super fucking familiar. They were doing this in 2010? 2015. Oh, 2015. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, it's 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 uh it's nearby but it's still before us. And these are this is a, a base of voters that sure, they hate communists mm-hmm. just like any good Polish person does, but uh they mostly just want jobs and they feel like the liberal elite has been ignoring them they don't have, all these years. Yeah, I'm not I'm out of work and they want their mining jobs back. Oh man. Uh, and to 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 this group of voters, the entirety of Polish history has basically been a fight between uh, their traditional values and the various regimes that have governed them mm-hmm. without paying attention to those traditional values. So they're fired up now because Poland for 25 years, aside from that brief period where the uh, conservatives took over again, has just been this liberal bastion that has ignored them. But there's a difference. And God forbid Trump ever do this, because then we're proud. Oh, I should also mention that supporters of Kaczynski and Law and Justice often refer to liberals as traitors, which, again, also sounds familiar. But here's a, a key difference between Law and Justice and Trump and conservatives here. Law and Justice is very pro-welfare. They are in favor of just giving people money. They they put a they proposed a law that I think is on the books now when they were campaigning. They proposed it to give 500 zlotis. Hmm. You know, 500 zlotis. Yeah, you know. Stack zlotis. Stacking those zlotis. Uh which is about $130 per month. Okay. For every child a family has beyond one. Catholics don't pull out. We uh, we right. know this. So And that's you know that that's probably goes a long way toward explaining why they put this one, mm, this one welfare, welfare rule yeah. in place. Yeah. Because it's it's gonna significantly impact Catholic families. 
And uh, even if you only have one kid, if you're depending on where you're at economically, you still get mm-hmm. a monthly stipend. The and Poland is paying all the child support right now. You know? Yeah. And as Poland you got ex- kids, <laughs> <laughs> as you'd ex- the state is their baby daddy. <laughs> as you'd expect, this is hugely popular among people in Poland, even mm-hmm. people who don't necessarily agree with this government. Do agree with getting a little a extra bu- scratch a little buck thirty on the side every month you know? to take care of the kids. You know, daddy's got an itch. That buck thirty will scratch it. And on top of that, on top of campaigning on literally, we will give you money if we win. They also civic platform during this 2015 campaign was promising to take in seven thousand refugees from Turkey. And this party, of course, because they want their their whole goal is make poland great again poland yeah. like make we it all keep it keep it keep it 92.6 percent catholic and white yeah you know? yeah and the idea of not only you know brown people mm-hmm. but also muslims Ooh. coming into the country is not music to yeah, their because ears they're sending us all of their rapists and drug dealers and murderers right and here they're one thing they're super worried about is disease oh they're, they're they, sending us the sickest <clears throat> people Kaczynski, uh, in the last few days of the election, gave a campaign speech about the dangers of immigrants bringing rare and dangerous diseases into the country. Yeah. And they th- a lot of people think that is what put law and justice over the top. Oh, it pretty much, yeah. Because you know how all those uh, plagues are breaking out in the <laughs> Middle East? You know, we don't want to bring all of those plagues we've been reading hey, about to this country. Those that, why do you think they have to wear rags all the time? They're just exactly. covered in plague. Yeah, that's just, those are antibiotic cloths. That's, uh, it's just one big, their body's just sneezing all the time. It's one big <laughs> tissue. Rare diseases. What, what's the rarest disease that you've heard of lately? Just at all, yeah. Like, uh, I feel like we don't e- we don't hear about any. I, I mean, Zika. Zika was the last thing that really but, creeped yeah, but everybody. Zika's been out. around for a while, but it's like when's the they haven't come up with a new thing since like Mad Cow. Yeah, where it's yeah. like, oh, this is the new hot disease. There's no new hot diseases. There's, yeah, you, there's none. You know what's coming. They're not bringing any. Ugh. So now that they're in power. Or uh, upon taking power, one of the things they started doing to keep their base energized was consistently referring to the left as a bunch of traditional politicians who only care about yeah. the people with money and power. We got to get rid of these. Get, these, get rid of these libs. These libs that are. These that libs are, conspiring with the elite. That, you know, all they want to do is push the Hollywood gay agenda on us, you know? Exactly. Get some of those salt of the earth. Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve, you know? Right? That was really loud. (laughs) Holy shit. We were turned up. (laughs) Way up. Turned up for the Lord. Also, they are very opposed to the idea of political correctness. Mm. That is a bad word. I I don't like the fact that you're taking away my language. I should be able to say what I want to say. They they feel like the liberals and their policies of multiculturalism Multiculturalism have put Poland at risk from immigrants who bring crime and disease. Mm. And they promise to keep Poland an economically successful country. See, that's the thing. They want that economic growth still. Mm-hmm. They just don't. They, they want it to be a traditionally religious country, I guess. Oh, yeah. We want profits. We want, you know, we're going to promise people uh, jobs and insurance or whatever, but we're not going to give it to them. Yeah. But we want to make sure you, you, st- you steady working. We got to have profits, you know. And... Here's the problem with regimes like this. Uh, 
you can't inflict your values on a population by being a fair leader mm-hmm. who just uh, lets the the country decide who comes and goes as an elected official in free democratic elections. Mm-hmm. Uh, you I will eventually how, lose. I wonder how we can fix that. Law and Justice figured out how to fix it right away. Oh. Almost immediately after taking power, they take a sharp turn toward becoming an authoritarian regime. Their first step was to neutralize the Constitutional Tribunal, which is a judicial body established to resolve disputes on the constitutionality of the activities of state institutions. So their president tries to pull some shit to exclude voters from being able to vote. Mm-hmm. This tribunal steps in and goes, no, sir, that is unconstitutional. So checks and balances, you right. know? Just the checks and balances. Checks and balances, man. And uh, this is one of the checks and balances that was supposed to keep them uh, from running roughshod over the country. And here's the thing. The outgoing administration, the liberals, had made appointments to replace five judges who were scheduled to retire. But they violated the Constitution in doing that because two of those judges weren't set to retire until after this new party took office. Mm-hmm. So technically, that the, the Law and Justice Party should have been able to appoint those two judges. Mm-hmm. So instead of just uh, firing those two judges and appointing two new judges... Get out of here. They fire all five hey. and hire five new ones. I wonder what the five new that they hired. Hmm. Hmm, exactly. Hmm. Who? And not only... So so they basically responded to a violation of the Constitution with a much larger violation of the Constitution and one that set them up to never have their challenges to the Constitution ever questioned again. Mm-hmm. Because when they put that in place... They also, uh, they hire these five new judges. There's 15 judges. Mm -hmm. So that means at minimum, they have one third of the judges on their side, no matter what. No matter what. They put another law in place that instead of just a majority of votes, you have to have a two thirds vote. So 10 of the 15 people have to vote. All have to agree. All have to agree. So if any one of those 10 are also on the side of law and justice, which they are, you're never going to accomplish anything. You're never going to... Like, it basically neutralizes the constitutional tribunal's power. They also put in a in place a law that stipulates that 13 of the 15 judges have to be present to hear a case, which I guess this is a thing. Like, if you're a Supreme Court justice, you can just be like, Phil, take notes. I'm, I'm, I'm working old. from home yeah. today. Yeah, I'm not coming in a day. So... These two things basically make this constitutional tribunal irrelevant. And that means the executive branch has no one questioning them on that side of the law. So now that uh, they also, around this same time, eliminated the independence of Poland's chief prosecutor and placed him he was uh used to be independent which mean he answered to no one not even the president he he was a uh, uh what a special in, like sort of like a special, special investigator special counsel yeah, kind it's of like a special yeah. kind of you know appointed to it's be like the like a robert Mueller to a uh, nonpartisan party he save us Mueller. The streets you need you <laughs> uh but they instead of making him independent they place him underneath the minister of justice so now he reports to the minister of justice who is Ooh. a member of the piss party? Who is a piss party? So they've you know eliminated that in terms of checks and balances. 
They passed an anti-terror law that gave police wildly expanded access to digital data. They also passed a civil service law that eliminated merit-based appointments. <laughs> I put for thigh-ranking officials. Hey. <laughs> for high-ranking officials. I like thigh-ranking ladies. Yeah. Mm. And uh, it permitted the government to appoint high-ranking officials instead of making it merit-based. <laughs> then, in January, they transferred the power to pick the head of public broadcasting from a government-appointed panel to the Ministry of the Treasury, of course, a member of the Piss Party, and the minister promptly appoints Jacek Kursky, who once described himself as Yaroslav Kaczynski's bull terrier. So now these motherfuckers, within a few months of taking office... Have Taken the they have neutralized all of their fucking checks and balances. Mm -hmm. They've taken over the state-sponsored media. They've taken over all of the highest ranks of every government office in months. Yeah, and it it fucking gets crazier. Uh, in May, they convene a surprise audit of the previous administration. Uh, which was basically just them going back and looking through the this administration yeah. for uh, examples of wrongdoing. Just anything they can find, right? To exploit, and they like they accuse them of spo uh, squandering eighty eight billion dollars. Uh, one of them says Civic Platform was collaborating with Russia. Another person stands up and says someone took an iPod without. <laughs> Like, like, uh oh! But how many songs were on, on that iPod? Exactly, exactly. And what songs? Was it just that free U two album? I mean, if you, so, take that. I mean, you know, if they got some Adele on that album, right? If, there, if there's Adele or some Amy Winehouse on that iPod, and someone took it, oh, they all hell will break loose. It's on. I don't know how they say that. In they Poland. they have taken the only the only good thing in all of this is that they don't want to be aligned with good old Papa Poots, right? Because then that's just another foothold for the Russian regime right now. Thank God. But at the same time, Poland is under the rule of maniacs right now. Right. Or at the very, I mean, at the very least, they're under the rule of people that don't want them to, you know, ever that that don't ever want to give that rule up. Oh, they're, 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 which, the the Catholic piss party is there to stay. They yeah yeah they uh. What did they? Oh, okay. Um, so all of these things. W one of the things people are worried about with that audit is that now that they've basically eliminated the effectiveness of the courts, they'll be able to just uh, find political opponents and people who don't agree with them, yeah, and basically it. deny them the right to a free trial mm -hmm. because they control the courts. So now they can jail opposition, and all of this shit is is happening. You know basically overnight. Mm -hmm. And what's crazy is, you know, we talk about uh checks and balances, the when they appointed those five judges, there was a, another part of government that stood up and said, "No, we're not going to accept those judges." And the president was just like, "Fuck you. Yes, you are." Yeah. And they had to do it. And like things like this make me wonder, what do we do in this country mm -hmm. when it when it inevitably comes to that because the the other problem and the tell me if this sounds familiar is now the opposition in poland 
is divided amongst all these groups who can't agree on anything. Everybody has a different right. take on what, what should be done. So like here, we have uh, Democrats. Basically, we have Clinton supporters and we have Bernie Sanders supporters mm-hmm. who should be at least trying to work together to fucking oust this government we have in power, and they mm-hmm. can't fucking agree on anything. Yeah, And that's what's happening in Poland, and that's... That's why now voting probably isn't going to get these people out of office. Well, there's nothing you can do at all. Because it's like, especially with the public situation, the the administration that's in power right now has done nothing that's dire to the people. Right. They, in fact, gave, are giving the people money. So even when this authoritarian government uh, starts to take over, the people aren't going to just rush to the streets. Right. Because the same way... Trump goes into office, and as soon as, oh, well, these coal miners have jobs again. I can't be mad at a person who gave this guy exactly, uh, yeah. his family. You hear that shit all the time. Oh, this, his family's going to have a Christmas this year. Yeah. Thank, thank you, President Trump. So now, even when he's doing horrendous things like a travel ban, the people aren't going to take to the streets because half of them are going, oh, this is, this is actually good. Right. This is, there's no, I can't see anything bad from my front window. Yeah. So it, yeah, like it kind of feels like if I I feel like the Trump administration is just kind of front loading his first term with scandals now because if he gets through this Russia shit without he's un- losing he's office he's what the fuck else can you do? bulletproof like he would have to murder somebody on television and we'd still probably not get him out of office at that point like if he survives this Russia thing we're fucked yeah man and. <sighs> Yeah, yeah. It's it's bad times. And that it's it's kind of the the reason I wanted to talk about Poland is they're actually the protesting in in ways that are effective and working mm-hmm. in that when this government really pushes it too far cuz it still does have decent uh widespread piss support mm-hmm. because of the welfare programs. Yeah. But like they also because they're super duper conservative immediately tried to put in place an abortion law that would have given doctors and women who got abortions long prison terms. It's already almost impossible to get an mm-hmm. abortion in Poland, but this would have made it even harder. And people protested so vehemently that they actually withdrew, the president withdrew his support mm-hmm. for that. So as bad as things are getting in Poland, they're also a country that proves if you take to the streets hard enough, you can change Make things. Change. But also, when the president is just one individual, he may not be as big a dickhead as, say, our jackass-in-chief. You know what I'm saying? So right. even when you see a, a women's march where millions of women are marching about your stance on Planned Parenthood and defunding it, it's not going to affect him because he's just a giant asshole. Yeah. And, you know, there's a difference between a march and a protest, I mm-hmm. think. Like, a protest, especially when it comes to shit like this, can't have an end time. Like, it can't be scheduled. It needs to be scheduled to end when the shit you're protesting ends. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's the, just this week, before we, like, this happened after we had already decided to do this episode. Uh, now the piss party has tried to fire all the Supreme Court judges <laughs> in the country. And they're just like, what? It's reform. You can't, you can't we need to count. change. <laughs> they said just like that's a great Polish accent. Probably, yeah, really good, really good. And the people 
lost their shit. As you should. Yeah, as you should. And this is this I like this is an example. Like if Trump fires Mueller, this is a this perfect, is what yeah. we need to this do. This is a perfect like, parallel. We need to do this or yeah. we're fucked. But they basically tried to fire all fifteen of those judges and replace them with new judges, and the people took to the streets for eight fucking days. Mm. And just today, as we're recording this on Monday, uh the president of Poland, uh last name Duda. Uh, vetoed. He's a good Duda. Yeah, Duda's a good Duda. Good Not really. Duda. He's super duper aligned with the <laughs> piss party too. But he succumbed to the the will of the public and vetoed that ruling. Okay. So Poland's almost an authoritarian government, but they're also a a, a country that proves you don't have to make it that easy. Like okay. you can you can stop this shit. Mm-hmm. And I just don't know if. I don't know if the United States has it in us. I ju- I, mean, I just I, don't. Again, we we work so hard. Like it, there, I, there are very few people that can amass in any city and just not do anything for eight days. Yeah. Without risk of losing something. Yeah. So that's v- like the the thing about a march is that you can uh, you can schedule it, you can amass it, but a lot of people still got to get back to work. Yeah. You know, like taking to the take just any type of situation, you can't go. Oh, I'm not. I I just don't want to go to work today because I'm protesting. And then you're going to go back and have your job. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like that. That I don't know what the work situation or employment situation in Poland is, but it's definitely not to the level of our economy. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. like, and, and that's no diss to them. I'm just saying we got a lot more going on. Right. Than Poland. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh. Like yeah, if 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 Trump fires Mueller, we should there should be riots. Yeah, we we need to be Poland if Trump fires Mueller but because that's, everybody's not gonna do it. That's that that is Trump clearly circumventing the rule of law mm-hmm. to remain in power, and that's what dictators do. Don't let it happen, America. Let Poland be your guide, unless <laughs> by the time this comes out, Poland is just completely under authoritarian rule which could also be possible we should wrap this up so we yeah. can uh record our talking about a much happier thing on the oh, next I'm episode so happy. tune in next week to hear us I talk just, about why man, the people I, of germany loved hitler i just hope the piss party doesn't start to do crazy women got to be barefoot and pregnant yeah rules and then you know because that's oh boy yeah mm. <laughs> <laughs> creepy shit uh, do we have anything to plug before this? Uh, before yes. we get out of here, this I goes up on Thursday. Going up on a Thursday. Uh, yes, I do. Here we go. Uh, as always, every Wednesday, uh, at the Hollywood Hotel, hilarity. Uh, just trying to, you know, make people laugh. Got live music, uh, and comedy. 7 p.m. every Wednesday, and then on the 21st of August, I will be at the Hollywood Improv. Boom, boom. Very nice. I am, uh, we have our first Unpop show, August 23rd at the Alex Theater. Oh, yeah. Quincy is on that show. Let's party. Jeff is on it. Caitlin Cut doing stand-up for the last time before she goes on maternity leave. Mm. Come out to that. It's free. Starts at 8 p.m. Okay, Doors Jamie open Mo at 7.30. Hosted by the one and only, the incomparable, Adam Todd Brown, everybody. What? That's me. Airhorn for me. Mm. Also, uh, you know, follow us on Instagram at unpops.podcast, at unpops on Twitter, unpops network on Facebook, 
at Unpops on YouTube, and subscribe on Patreon. Five dollars a month, mm. you get all of our podcasts with no yes, ads, except the ones like this that we do at the end. <laughs> all right, anything else? That's it, man. Let's get out of here, Quincy. Say goodbye. Bye bye. Goodbye, everybody. We love you.